0: Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is January 18, 2020. I want to clarify something. <laughs> the last podcast I did um, titled There Can't Be Two Bulls in One Pin, I said it was 2019. I didn't even <laughs> realize I had said it was 2019 until I went and listened to my own podcast. So if you happen to hear me say 2019 when we are in 2020, please charge it to my head and not my heart. It is a complete (laughs) accident. We're still fresh into the new year and I'll get it right. So. I want to talk about this man I met and what he did to ruin everything. I don't think the guy lasted a week with me. I'm actually, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 48 hours he lasted with me. 48 hours, 72 hours, something like that. He didn't last a week. So anyway, we had met and we exchanged numbers. And the next day, I believe it was, we spoke on the phone. And the conversation went like really great. Um, The initial texting, you know, I was at work and he was at work. And um, everything was fine. You know, when you meet someone, you don't know them. So you have, like, basic questions that you ask, for, ask the person, like, how old they are. If they're single, do they have children? Where do they live? Um, do they work? These types of questions. And so we spoke over the phone after, you know, some texting. And the vibe was, like, really, really great. It was like on 10. It was really great. And um, I found him to be very patient and understanding and helpful. And I found him to be an alpha male. And um, he was a little bit childish. But when it came to his decision-making skills, I think that he did well with that. But he still had some more uh, growing to do which is fine it's not like a deal breaker deal breakers for me personally is selfishness um, a master manipulator a predator a person that does not have integrity a person that is not noble a person who is emotionally unavailable a person who is not ready for long-term Committed relationship that would possibly lead to marriage, uh, jealousy, and insecurity. Things like that. Uh, If a person got six kids or ten kids, you know, for me personally, those are deal breakers. So being that he was a little childish, you know, that wasn't a big deal to me. But I did keep it, you know in the back of my mind, because I knew that with the territory of immaturity comes pettiness and tit-for-tat. And I personally don't have a lot of patience for an adult who's petty and tit-for-tat. So, we spent quite some time on the phone, you know, just randomly talking. And then the next thing I knew, it was like, late at night, and the conversation had went into a sexual tone. Now for me, I have self-control. Not everyone has self-control. So when I was having the conversation with him, it was kind of like sex education class in high school, like sex ed 101. But for him, he was getting aroused. And I was saying to myself, this conversation, you know, has taken a turn. And I didn't intend for it to go that way. The next thing I knew, you guys, he sent me four dick pics. Four. Four. He had all sorts of poses, just busting it wide open. And his birthday suit just bucket, bald, naked. Like, da-da-da-da. <laughs> and I was absolutely livid at that. I was livid at that. I was. And I was like, why did you do that? Why did you send that to me? I can't believe you just sent that. Oh, I can't. You know, this whole spiel. And I know that I was... I took it to the extreme. However, I had really good reasons for that. And he was like, I thought it was okay because of the conversation that we were having. I didn't think it would be a problem. You're acting like I'm the fucked up person and blah, 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 so forth and so on. And so I just told him goodnight. And he was like, yeah, since it's like that, then good night. You know, <laughs> but this is what happens when, you know, you're dealing with a petty person. That's tip for tat. This is the territory of an emotionally underdeveloped person. You have to expect this type of character treat. There was no apology from him, and there was no apology from me. We both just move forward. And so maybe about four or five days after that, he sent me, you know, a text message and I didn't respond to it. And a couple of days after that, after I thought about it, I decided uh, let me go and talk to him because he wasn't you know bad. Let me um, you know just clarify things to him and let him understand where it is that I was coming from and perhaps we can both move forward from it because it's really it's not that deep but it is an issue and so as I spoke to him you know I I did tell him why I was so upset about him sending me four dick pictures. And he told me that he felt like it was entrapment. And he didn't like how I moved with the whole situation. Like he was being extreme just like I was being extreme. And so I thought about it and I said to myself, it's not a good idea to kind of rehash anything with this guy. Not that there was anything to rehash. It's just that, you know, he was like super cool down to earth. We had really good conversation for the most part. Like I didn't think that I would have any problems with him. Um, and nothing detrimental anyway. But being that... He's an alpha male, and I'm an alpha female. He's stubborn and won't budge, and I'm stubborn and won't budge. When we fight or we argue or disagree, we're not going to come together easily or smoothly. There's going to be this big drawn-out thing, and I don't feel like being bothered with that type of energy. So here's what I want to say about dating in this era and, and nude pictures. Things are totally different from how they were and not too long ago, a year or two ago, things were different. And definitely 10 years ago, things were different. I know that when I was in my 20s and my 30s people actually communicated with each other. They talked to each other, they went out, they did things together, they were around each other. They, you know, went to the movies together, they introduced each other to family members and friends and there was a togetherness. There wasn't a, a, a huge division. Um, men actually liked women and women actually respected and valued men and then all of a sudden we had a shift where men were no longer the head of the household they became housewives and the women started to make more money um, than the men did and For that reason, women did not have any respect for men. If a man is not bringing some sort of money into the home, the woman is not going to respect that man. That is the bottom line of it all. And um, when the man does not have any respect for a woman, he is emasculated. And then there are men who actually don't like women. But they speak to women only because women have a vagina and men know that they cannot live the rest of their lives without getting the feeling that they get from a coochie. And so that's why they speak. If if women did not have a vagina, there's a lot of men that wouldn't even bother speaking to women because for what? They can get companionship from a pet or from a buddy and there are some men that actually like women there are they actually like women and respect women and there are some women that actually like men and respect men they value men but finding someone that values the opposite sex It's like finding a needle in a haystack. That person, flaws and all, in my opinion, is worth marrying. The one that respects you. Someone that you can respect. So in saying all of this, when this guy sent me those dick pictures, he ruined the value that I had for him. In my mind, he just don't know. That's what he did. I didn't tell it to him because I wasn't going to teach him anything. I'll get into that. And so, you know, when we had really good conversations and everything, and the vibe was, well, I wanted to get to know more about him and to be around him more often. So you know what it's like? In my mind, it's like you find a house, you pay $100,000 for the house, and you fix it up, and the value of the house increases or or appraises for $250,000. And then you you go and you tear the house up and you tear up the front lawn, and you tear up the backyard. Now your house is worth $10,000. And so that's how I saw this man. I didn't see him as a project to fix up, but when I first talked to him, it was like his value was $100,000. And then with time and God, you know, he matures and grows and develops, whatever it is that he does. And his value is appraised for 250000 and then all of a sudden he sends pictures of his dick, and now his value is $10,000. I'm no longer interested in him because his value went down in my eyes. Then I had to think, who took those pictures? I also had to think, how many other women did he send those naked pictures too. Then I had to think how does he view women? What is his perspective or perception of women? Do he think all women are crazy? Do he think all women are worthless? Does he think only thing a woman is good for is sex? Does he think You know, whatever it is, negative. Is that what he thinks of all women? I never want to give my vagina to someone that doesn't have any respect for women. Because if a man does not have respect for women as a whole, he's definitely not going to have any respect for me. I would have to go all out of my way and bend over backwards and prove that I am not like the women that he has always encountered. And after I do all of those backflips and cartwheels, he'll take what I taught him to another woman and make that relationship work and possibly marry her. I'm not doing that. And so this is why I say... I don't want to teach anyone certain things. I don't mind uh, teaching you guys the things that I bring to the table in these audio journals or this podcast. Because that's what it's for. is to teach. is to educate. It's to uplift. It is to inspire. That's what it's for. <clears throat> Excuse me, but believe me there are certain things that I just keep to myself I don't share it with anyone because it's part of my value the things that I have on the table are in a relationship that would make me valuable those are the things that I keep to myself I remember Uh, having a discussion with a man about wine, as I am a lover of the Jesus juice. And uh, he he has some wine in a container, and he had the container in the freezer. And he said to me, you know that alcohol does not freeze, and so forth and so on. And I said, yes, I'm aware that alcohol does not freeze. But I wondered why did he put it in a container? So I said, well, what kind of wine is this? And I drank it and it was, it tasted so good. I absolutely loved it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said, what type of wine is this? And he wouldn't tell me the name of the wine. He wouldn't tell me if it was Malo, if it was Pinot. He wouldn't tell me if it was from Germany, if it was from California. He wouldn't tell me anything at all. So I moved forward um, with the date. And when I got home and I thought about it and I said to myself, he didn't want to teach me something to take to somebody else. That was something that he learned for himself to have value in a relationship with a woman. He wanted to differentiate, he learned to differentiate himself from everyone else and Let me tell you something. Between his accolades, his knowledge, his wisdom, the way that he carried himself, excuse me, his annual salary, he was definitely ahead of the pack. This man is, I'm going to tell you the one that I went out on a date with. He is the epitome of a king. And a king is someone who is courageous and confident and masculine and, you know, is rooted and grounded in his faith. I can go on for a list of things that qualifies him to be a king. I think that this particular man has earned the right to be called king. And I think that He, I'm gonna say he sacrificed a lot and earned the title of king and the crown of a king. That man is someone that I would actually marry. Uh, If I met 100 men, only one would be worth marrying. If I met 1,000 men, only one would be worth marrying. This guy is one that I would, without a shadow of a doubt, say yes to. I would. He would complete and enhance the happiness that I already have with him. So, back to, <clears throat> excuse me, the guy with the dick picture. So, He devalued himself in my eyes by sending me those dick pictures that raised a lot of questions in my mind and excuse me, I am just a ball of belches this morning. And so um, I just, I, I no longer had an interest in talking to him. I'm, you know, over 40, I'm in the middle of a midlife crisis. And, you know, I've been around the block a few times. I know what I'm doing and I know what I'm talking about. And so I am very selective in the type of people or the type of men that I allow in my presence. I think that because I know my worth, there's only certain people or certain men that can, you know, enter my sanctuary Um, there's only certain people that I would allow into my family life there's only a specific person that I would allow into my finances and into my vagina so I'm very, very selective and if I allow someone into my family life and into my finances, this is someone that I actually love and would marry and I would like to think the same thing would go for a man, if a man allows a woman into his family life, into his personal life, into his heart, and into his finances, into his home, into his job, this is a woman that he actually loves and would marry. So in saying all that, I am very, very selective and very picky, and so a lot of the times I spend my Friday and Saturday nights alone because I am extremely selective and I am just not one that's going to settle for a fuckboy, pardon my language. I'm just not, I'm not settling for a bum. I'm not going to, I would never in my lifetime um, even entertain a womanizer. That's just not what I'm going to do. So, here's what I want you to know. If you're the type of person that is okay with sending nude pictures, let the person ask you for those nude pictures. Don't just send them. If you just send nude pictures of yourself, regarding uh, regardless of the situation at hand, whatever, you know, atmosphere it is you're going to be devalued that's the truth let the truth be told you're going to be devalued because the person is going to think how many other people did you send you know a a picture of your, your naked self to you're just sending free porn why why would you do that where's your value where's your worth Where's your standards? The other thing that I want to tell you is don't be so available. Be even if you're just sitting at home twiddling your thumbs, don't always answer the call and don't always respond to the text. Don't always um, you know answer because when you dis. What I find is when I disappear, it makes a person think. Where is she? What is she doing? Is she with another man? Um, does she not find me um, attractive? Is it that she don't want to be bothered? Is she not interested? You know, they start thinking all sorts of things, and then they men come to me. I don't know why people want something that they cannot have. But some people get it, and then they don't appreciate it. So you you wanna you want to keep something sacred. And one of the there's two things that you keep sacred: your sex, your 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 genitalia. You want to keep that sacred, and you want to keep your time sacred. So by the time you do give that part of yourself to another person, they will appreciate it. Some people learn the hard way. They don't know what they have until it's gone. But once a person uh, realizes that for themselves, then they come to appreciate it. Some people have to have something bad in order to realize what it is that they actually want and then they'll appreciate Getting what it is that they want, so keep your time and your genitalia sacred. Do not devalue yourself, do not lower your standards, and definitely be mindful of what you say um, about yourself. I remember having a conversation with a man, excuse me, and he was always speaking negatively about himself and he was pessimistic instead of optimistic he wasn't speaking things into existence and that devalued his value he didn't realize that but it devalued his value so don't say inappropriate things don't say negative things about yourself and don't say negative things um, about anyone else for that matter a family member a friend a neighbor your job whatever it is Don't say anything um, negative. Speak positively. If you say anything negative about yourself, um, it can actually discourage someone from being excited about, you know, talking to you and being around you and interacting with you, so forth, and so on. So be mindful of that. Another thing that I want to tell you is when you're, you're first meeting someone and you're... You know trying to get to that place of dating the the person that you are in front of they only want to hear things about you and them they don't want to hear what somebody else said you know to you or about you or they don't want to hear anything like that they just want to hear about you and them and also i want you to know that um You don't necessarily need to volunteer certain types of information about yourself to a person. People know to ask. If they don't ask, it's not that they didn't think to ask a particular question. It's that they have something else in mind. And so you'll know what the person's motives are by the type of questions they are not asking you. People want to know, what is your spiritual belief? Are you employed? Who do you live with? How many children do you have? Do you want to be single? Do you want to be married? They want to know about your parents. If they're not asking these types of questions, their motive is they're just wilding and having sex with whoever they can have sex with. I find that women choose who they want to have sex with, while men have sex with whoever they can have sex with. So, you you want to be mindful of that. Just pay attention. I did do um, a podcast that's literally called "Pay Attention." So, whenever you get a free chance, some free time, just scroll. Um, and look for the podcast. I think I'm like 80 podcasts in at this <laughs> at this point, but everything is titled. It has a title. You definitely want to listen to all of the podcasts for the month of December, as those podcasts were Godly, divine, given to me for singles who desire to be married. It is the preparation of marriage, not just on earth. But also in heaven as well. For those of us who believe in God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We know that um, there's a a final dinner or supper and a marriage that takes place uh, in the upper room. And so your marriage on earth is a foreshadow or a symbol of your marriage in heaven and so there's some people that live their lives on earth that never get married even though they desire to to be married and so uh, the problem with that is it is a foreshadow of heaven and so if you don't marry on earth you you ought to question uh, What's going to happen when your soul leaves your body? Anyhow, I hope this podcast was helpful for you. I hope that you've learned much and gleaned much and that you will apply the tips that I have given to you. And um, happy dating. Shalom.